Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Welcome inside the Radio Octagon. This is Saskatchewan's number one sports talk show, The Sports Cage, on 620 CKRM. And a good afternoon coming at you from CKRM World Headquarters for the Wednesday edition of The Sports Cage for the Conexus Art Center, High Valley with Tim and the Glory Boys, February 20th at the Conexus Art Center. Um, tickets, uh, of course, can always be had for the Conexus Art Center at uh, conexusartcenter.ca. Coming up on this edition of the program, we'll check in with Drew Koser from the Esteban Bruins, his team right in the thick of things as we head into the postseason. Danny Gallagher used to cover the John Pats for the Leader Post. He's written numerous books on the Montreal Expo since then. He's going to tell us his take on them blowing almost a billion dollars to put that new roof on the Big O in Montreal. Farhan Lalji will go heavy into the Vancouver Canucks in hour two. We will check in with media analyst Adam Seaborn to learn some of the differences between the Grey Cup ratings, the Super Bowl ratings, the Stanley Cup ratings. You won't want to miss that. And our Where Are They Now segment with Marcus Chunky Adams for Floor Coverings International. And I know Ryan Mack is really excited about that. Chunky. Oh, man. Like I, I remember watching him play. That, that was a fun defensive line. That 2009 Grey Cup year, especially with uh, Stevie Beggs and John Chick on the same D-line. Oh, that was a frightening of, uh, defensive line. And for a while, they had Scott Schultz. I think that's the year he retired, but uh, he played the first few games anyways. But a fun crew. So we'll have a bit of fun reminiscing uh, in hour three on this edition of the program. But right now, we are going to go to the 2024 Scotty's Tournament of Hearts in Calgary. We're very pleased to be joined by the alternate on Team Ackerman, Amber Holland, joining us on the Western Pizza Hotline. Amber, uh, I know you were there for the bubble in 2021. I'll bet in that same arena, it's a little different this time around. <laughs> definitely. It's a whole lot more fun and definitely a lot louder. I'll bet. Uh, so you guys win three in a row, lose three in a row. I bet it felt good to get back on the horse with that win earlier today over Newfoundland. Oh, definitely. The uh, the girls, you know, they, they came out with those first three wins, probably not playing as good as they felt that they could, but kind of snuck out a couple wins there. Um, played a little bit better some of our losses. And then, yeah, today just uh, strung together some really good shots and uh, still making, making it interesting, but uh, definitely got the win there. You have a lot more experience than most of the competitors on the ice. Do you feel like your role is as much a coach as it is as an alternate? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, no, the I think when the girls decided to, you know, shoulder tap me and ask me to come along, it was a bit more for my experience and uh, obviously I know all the girls really well, but um and I can play if needed, but that's not really my role here for sure. Uh it's uh I think it's I, I am going out for timeouts, um, but it's more of a function of just uh, taking all of the information that I have from previous Scotties and trying to give them what they need in the moment, uh, but also respect that they need to figure it out on their own in, a little, in their own way. 
Was there ever a win total set up as a goal for the group? And I mean, I see teams do this all the time where publicly they'll say, well, we show up to win every game. But privately in the meetings, they'll say, you know, if we could be 500 through this set on the schedule or come up with this many wins and let the chips fall where they may, we'd be happy with that. Uh, Were there any specific goals that you and your group came up with for win totals? Yeah, no, no specific wins and not even really looking at uh, kind of like the schedule of, of who we played when. Um, more, more talking about and figuring out, you know, how, how to, how to get, get the information early so you can come per- perform and uh, get the wins that you need. Um, I, the goal here is for the girls right from the get-go has been, you know, getting top three in the pool and um, very realistic, I think, at and at this point, we're still in the hunt, so going to go out our last game and give it all we got. Still playing meaningful games on the last day that you're playing. I think that's a pretty good showing for a rink that's coming in its current form the first time. Our guest on the Western Pizza Hotline is Amber Holland. Perfect pizza with a generous amount of toppings plus Greek food like souvlaki, ribs, salads, all the goodness you can't make at home. Call Western Pizza today. Uh, is there anything about this tournament that has surprised you and your group, be it the ice conditions, the competition, the atmosphere, anything about the circumstances? Um, for, for me, probably not a lot of surprises. It's, um, it's nice to be, you know, my, like said, the last uh, Scotties I was here in Calgary was a bubble. Even the last time I went as alternate for Penny Barker in 2022 was a sort of a bubble. Um, so um, for me, this seems like a very normal Scotties. I think for the girls, some of the you know, I think they're a little surprised at the attention, uh, the people that want that want their autographs, uh, all of the kind of fame and rock starish things that happen along when uh, when you're at the Scotties. I think that's that's a bit it's a bit of a surprise for them. I I do believe. COVID taught us things that we can live without, and I think it also taught us things that we can't live without. We need people in the stands, don't we, at these events? Oh. <laughs> Today, I'm not so sure the girls would have agreed. Um, a lot of the school kids came in, and it was super loud and uh, very uh, very hard to communicate. But at the same time, I think they enjoyed that experience as well. Just uh, just and and being able to you know being here in Alberta, there's a ton of Saskatchewan people, and um, our Saskatchewan gals here get as good a cheers for the shots made as Team Alberta, and they're feeling definitely you know like a hometown crowd here. Getting the hometown treatment just like the riders do every time they go to McMahon Stadium, for sure. 100%, yep. Looking at the the tournament field, there's been a lot of great competition and some legendary curlers. Of course, Jennifer Jones announced that this is her last uh, Scotty's Tournament of Hearts ever. Uh, I know that you're very focused on the task at hand, but that said... Do you take the opportunity to kind of soak it all in? And what I mean by that is watch some of the other games, rub elbows with some of the other curlers, etc. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, it, it is the, the experience that makes the Scotties what it is. Um, you know, obviously the girls got here because, you know, of the curling. And you, you, you know that that's why you're here. But learn, figuring out how to balance between you know yeah watching the other games getting to meet other teams um spending time with your family because they share in this just as much as the, the team does um so yeah they you know definitely a balance between trigger figuring out how to do all those things um even myself last night i just went to the arena to watch curling and visit with a few people that i haven't seen in a really long time a lot of us 
in the 306 get annoyed when the Saskatchewan games aren't on TSN when they're featuring some other team on uh, one of the other sheets of ice. Are there is there another team that you could single out that has surprised or just really impressed you this week? Um. Well, probably, probably Selena Sturmey, Alberta, um, being their, their first Scotties. Not surprised at the way that they're playing, um, because definitely that team, um, has made some noise, you know, on the cash circuit and what, what they're doing isn't surprising me as a curler. But I think sometimes when you get to this stage, um, you know, the, all of the distractions and everything at the environment that you're in can take away from that performance. But Selena's team is definitely, um, you know, t- not, you know, they look exactly what I would see if we were out on the cash circuit. And that's uh, pretty impressive for a first time team. There are some purists who liked the format a long time ago when we didn't have so many wild card teams. Do you think that this has made the tournament a lot more interesting than maybe it was prior to this format? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it is. Um, I, I, I'm probably a purist at heart for some re- some reasons. You know, I, I love the Canadiana. I love seeing all of the provinces. But at the same time, I love seeing great curling. And uh, when you have the top teams here, and that means there's multiple teams from different provinces, um, it definitely makes makes for, for great watching. And, you know, it's going to make for a great representative, whoever wins here at the end of the week. You've been at this a long time. I know you've still got a lot of curling left in you. Uh, have you envisioned a future at some point where your role would be more than just an alternate again, taking a, another stab at it as uh, either a skip or one of the four uh, main players on the ice? Um, yeah, well, you know, I've been playing the last few years. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure where, where the future is going to go for me, uh, but, uh, but I have been still competitively playing, but uh, not at the level I maybe did 10, 12 13, 14 years ago, however long ago that was. Um, but yeah, it's uh, curling still in my blood, and I'll be on the ice in some function, some way. Well, hey, all of our skills have regressed, um, except the difference is Ryan and I haven't had the skill level that you've had. So I think uh, 20 years of regression is still better than most of us on the ice, even when we're at the top of our game. Uh, hey, listen, yeah. uh, we'll let you go get ready for the game tonight. Uh, against BC and we'll be cheering you on and hopefully we'll be able to honor you and the rest of your team with the Scotties championship uh, at the Briar here in Regina next month. Well, we would love that and we'll do our best and keep uh, keep trying to make every shot we can. Very good. Thanks for doing this, Amber. Thanks for having me. That is Amber Holland joining us on the Western Pizza Hotline from the 2024 Scotties Tournament of Hearts. Uh, she's helping out Skylar Ackerman's rink who Started with three wins, then lost three in a row, and then picked up a victory earlier today, 9-6 to six over Newfoundland Stacy Curtis. And they will face uh, Corrine Brown, who is 3-3 three and 3 of BC. Not the BC rink that's been shooting the lights out and shocking everybody. So it sounds like it should be a good matchup, a winnable game. And if they win and get a little bit of help, they could move on to the next round. Yeah, and I think that's what Amber was saying. That was kind of their goal, right, is, you know, to be in contention, which is, you know, a really good sign for a young team like Skylar Ackerman's too, right? Like uh, Clancy Grandy uh, out of BC is in the other pool right now. And as you mentioned, Brendan, kind of tearing things apart. Like she's been a really, really good this week uh, so far. Has to face... Rachel Holman, what she's doing on the feature game, which we're kind of watching as we're hosting the show right now. But, uh, you know, Corinne Brown, 
she's won BC before as well, right? She's a pretty sol- she has a pretty solid team as well. I, I uh, think uh, Aaron Pincott, her third, is a really good uh, player on that team too. So, yeah, it, it's it's not uh, an easy one. It's not a free space on the bingo card, but there never is at the Scotties. So it's it's uh, going to be fun to watch tonight. It's brought up nice memories for my wife and I because our first daughter was born during that bubble curling. So we sat in the hospital room and there wasn't much else to do. But watch the curling and we watch the Scotties, the Briar, everything. So nice to see them back and nice to see that they don't have to have those goofy cutouts and it's actual people in the stands. Still ahead on this edition of the Sports Cage, Marcus Chunky Adams in Where Are They Now for Floor Coverings International. You're listening to the Sports Cage on Rider Radio 620 CKRM.